Welcome to the Mommy Oyoyo podcast, a safe space for honest, transparent, authentic, and real-life gist about being a mother, African style. I am your hostess with the mostess, Barry Dakara, and I'm here to share the unique experiences of being an African mother. Thank you for tuning in. Oya, drop the kids, get comfy, and make we start! Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Mommy Oyoyo podcast. As usual, I am your hostess, Ms. Barry Dakara. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode of the podcast. Before we get into the topic of the day, I'd like to just celebrate that the podcast is finally on Apple Podcasts. Um, if you guys know that, um, I mean, if you guys have been listening, then you know that I've been waiting and hoping and praying and everything. And I finally got on Apple Podcasts. Like, actually, I had to do some extra work. I manually entered it into Apple Podcasts myself. Like, I put in the RSS feed myself because I just got tired of waiting. And finally, other people who have Apple Podcasts can listen to the podcast. And I'm very excited. And um, I'm going to be working on making sure that it is as available and widespread on other podcast players as well. So please definitely send me a message on uh, Mommy Oyoyo on Instagram, which is be at which would be at Mommy Oyoyo, which is M O M M Y O Y O Y O. Or you can actually send a message as well on my Berdakara account, which is B E R R Y D A K A R A. Um, let me know what your preferred podcast players are so that I can work on getting the podcast available on those platforms as well. And um, Thank you to everyone who's been listening. Thank you to everyone who's been sharing. Like, I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for the support. Um, and also, a special thanks to Kachi. I don't know if you guys follow um, Kachi. Um, her blog is kachit.com, which is K-A-C-H-E-E-T-E-E.com. Um, she recently relaunched her blog or website. And I just got um, her latest newsletter. And in the newsletter, she actually shouted out the Mommy Oyoyo podcast. I really was not expecting it. So I'm very thrilled. So thank you very much, Kachi. If you like to listen or if you like to read lifestyle posts, um, Kachi is one of the um, best bloggers out there. And um, I'm pretty sure, I know for sure that you will have a lot of fun reading her blog and her website. So today's episode covers omogwa and i may not be pronouncing it properly um, it's actually an Igbo word but i know that the practice is widespread across maybe the world i think so i think it's um, widespread across the world and essentially this is the practice where after a woman gives birth to a child or children her mother or mother-in-law comes to help her out in taking care of her and also taking care of the newborn basically showing her how to take care of a baby or at least giving some assistance and lending a helping hand um the different duties or responsibilities i guess that come with um the omogwa practice where you know grandma is coming and they're helping to give baby a bath they're helping to cook especially in Igbo culture i know that they cook this pepper soup that is um that is supposed to help flush out the blood clots from you know your stomach after giving birth 
Um, they also like press your stomach with hot water, like very, very hot water. They press your stomach so that again, it's also to help bring out all the blood clots. Sorry. Okay. I know this is a little bit TMI for some people who haven't given birth or maybe for some men who are listening in, but yeah, they press your stomach with a hot cloth. Yeah. With a cloth that's, um, that's been dipped in very hot water, maybe even boiling water and they press your stomach just to help you know flush out the blood clots and also i think it's also supposed to um help your stomach go back in they also will tie your stomach with a very 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 tight cloth i think it's kind of similar to people that wear um belly bands after they've had a baby or like a corset kind of thing and again it's to help you know tighten your stomach back into place um i don't know like how long this practice has been going on probably like since forever because it's passed down from generation to generation and um, like I said, yeah, omogwa is an Igbo word, but I know that the practice is widespread across different cultures in Africa and around the world as well. So typically, I think that the amount of time that grandma is available to come help out with baby is between one to three months. Although nowadays, like our our mothers are like young and they're hip and they're living their lives, you know, traveling, working, whatever. So um, it might be about one month or maybe one and a half months these days. But um, for someone like me, I'm very lucky because I actually live with my parents. So like I. It, somehow somehow like my Omogo experience is still going on and my daughter is two <laughs> she's over two years old so I've I'm still you know reaping the benefits of having my mom around but, but I also had my mother-in-law come for about three months when uh, my daughter was she was three months old um, at the time my grandfather had just died and my mom had to go back to Nigeria, you know, to help out with, you know, the burial arrangements and all of that. So my mother-in-law came and stepped in and helped me with watching the baby while I was at work. Now, um, <clears throat> I talked about some of the responsibilities. Well, I briefly mentioned some of the responsibilities of um, the grandmother. But I think that in recent times those duties and responsibilities are kind of shifting and you might find some new moms a little bit resentful or um, quite unsure of what is to be expected. Um, I know someone who thought, you know, yeah, my mother-in-law is coming and I'm sure she's going to be cooking and everything. She's going to help me, you know, with washing the baby's clothes or at least folding the baby's clothes after I've washed them or whatever uh, maybe helping me clean so that I can um, what's the word so that I can um, recover from giving birth and her mother-in-law got to the house and did nothing apart from giving baby a bath and also watching the baby while she went to work she didn't cook one time. She did not help with the laundry one time. Nothing. She didn't even hold the baby um, at night while the mom uh, needed to get some rest. So I think in this day and age, when your mother or your mother-in-law is coming, it, I think it's a good idea to kind of set expectations. So have a conversation, you know, with the mother, the father, and also grandmother. Like, okay, so... 
what what is this experience going to be like what are your needs what are your wants what are your expectations let's all manage expectations so that people are not disappointed let it not seem like oh well you know i thought grandma was gonna come to help me out with the baby but it looks like she's coming thinking that she's on vacation you which you know i mean at the uh, the truth of the matter is, like, she's also a woman. She also has her needs as well. And she may be a little bit older and just doesn't have the strength to do everything that you're looking for. So that's why I think it's necessary to have those conversations and to have all parties involved, including, you know, if it's your mother-in-law that's coming, including your husband, so that everybody's on the same page and understands what, you know, what, what's to be expected and in regards to having those conversations, I think there's also this new thing now where people are, or at least couples are kind of arguing. As I've heard a lot of, um, a lot of this um, particular argument unfolding on who's going to come to do the omogwa. You know, I think that most women would prefer to have their mothers come because, I mean, those are their mothers. They've known them their whole lives. But then there are also the men who are like that. No, it has to be my mom to come first. And I've heard more than two or three times where um, couples are arguing about who's going to come. And for me, honestly, honestly, this is my own personal opinion. I think that since the woman is the one who's giving birth, I think that it is her. It should be her preference. If the new mom would prefer to have her mother come first, then why not? If she prefers for her mother-in-law to come first, why not as well? Because at the end of the day, the new mom is the one who needs that helping hand. And I think that you want her to be as comfortable as possible. So let her have the person that she prefers the most to come and help out. Of course, there's some people whose mothers really... Honestly, I've heard of... <laughs> one of my friends says that his mom doesn't come for more than a week. One week and she's like, okay, I have other things to do. Bye. Like, peace out. Like, I've come. I've seen the child. Bye-bye. You know? Um, I feel like in the, in that kind of instance, the new mom will probably prefer to have her mother-in-law <laughs> if her mother-in-law has the time to come and spend with them and the new baby. But I think at the end of the day, at least based on who should come first, I think that the new mom should have the overarching um, say on who comes first. And of course, if both mothers are available I think that have one grandma come, however long that she's staying, have some overlap periods so that when second grandma comes, she already sees, you know, what's in place and what they've been doing so far. And at least, you know, she has a companion for the first couple of weeks or month, whatever it is. And um, before, you know, it's just her solo helping the new mom. That's my opinion. I feel like um, if you have both grandmas available, then stagger it. Like, there's no point in having, you know, everyone's arguing about who's going to come first and who's going to come next. So at the end of the day, the child is still there. The child is not going anywhere, right? God willing, the child is not going anywhere. So the, there shouldn't really be all this argument about who's coming first and who's coming last, blah, blah, blah. The main point of the experience is just to have help 
And I don't think that any, you know, anybody apart from the new mom should have the main say on who's coming first and who's not coming first. Another aspect of having your mom or mother-in-law come to help out with the baby is um, settling differences because, at least with me, I had some ideas on how I wanted to, you know, take care of the baby, whereas my mom and my mother-in-law had different ideas, and it would have been very very easy to clash and butt heads um you know your the grandparents are coming from years and years of experience right and years of tradition whereas you're coming from a modern more um recent outlook on taking care of children i'll give you an instance I wanted to sleep train my child very, very early. My mom and my mother-in-law are like, no, you have to hold the baby to go to sleep. You have to rock her to sleep. Or, you know, she has to sleep with you. And I'm like, no, I'd really rather have my space when I go to sleep at night. So for me, left to me, from six months old, I would have started sleep training her. But there, were, there was a lot of, um, not arguments, but there was um, a heavy disagreement on that part. And I think at the end of the day, I kind of gave in to them. Um, I kind of wish I hadn't, <laughs> to be honest. I wish I hadn't given in to them. But, I mean, it's okay. At the end of the day, I mean, my child is still healthy. She's alive. You know, she's well and all of that. But... When you have instances like that and um, disagreements like that, you kind of have to hedge and, I guess, be diplomatic about what it is that you want. Um, Speak to your spouse or your partner. Speak to the grandmothers and kind of come to... If you need to agree to disagree, that's fine. You know, at the end of the day, you are the parent of that child, so what you want should really go as long as you're not putting your child in harm's way um i think that at the end of the day it's kind of what you want that um because guess what's going to happen your grandparents well the grandparents are going to leave the grandmas are going to leave eventually and then you'll still be there at home with the child so you know they can't really dictate what it is that you do so think about that another aspect of this experience that i want to talk about is i listen i wasn't aware of this but i've learned that um you're supposed to send your mother or your mother-in-law home with gifts um whether it's monetary or something else you're supposed to um send her home with something and yeah i wasn't you know aware of this part of the practice i mean i did give my mother-in-law um a gift when she left and you know i tried to make sure that she had a good time while she was here and also you know would randomly you know send my mom on a pedicure to go get um her nails done or something um but um, I saw on some forum where people were arguing about 
you know, what to give the mother and someone says, you know, you should give them a thousand dollars when they're going home and people are arguing about whether it's too much or it's too little or you shouldn't even give money, you should give them, you know, something that's not money or whatever. I don't know. I would like to know what if you've had your mom or your mother in law come to help you with your child or your children, what did you send them home with? Um, did you send them home with anything? Um, I think that's, yeah, I think that's um, another aspect of the Omogo experience that um, is kind of interesting. And of course, to each his own, like do what you're comfortable with. You definitely want to show your appreciation because at the end of the day, to be honest, you're not really entitled to have your mom or your mother-in-law come to help out with your child. There are some people whose mothers or mothers-in-law never show up, period. There are people like that. And I think that, and I'm even guilty of this, I think there's been some kind of entitlement of, yeah, my mom's supposed to come, she's supposed to do this, she's supposed to do that, blah, blah, blah. But really, at the end of the day, your mom, your mother-in-law, they're adults. They've been, they've been around much longer than you have. And it's really their prerogative to decide if they want to come and help out. And it should not be taken for granted. So, um, I think those are the things that I want to talk about in regards to, you know, the Omogo experience. I'd like to know what your experience was like if you had your mom come or was it your mother-in-law that came? Were you happy with the experience? Were you less than pleased? If there are things that you could have changed, um, if you had to do it again, is there anything you would change for next time? Like, I'd really like to know what your thoughts are to be honest having uh, my mom and my mother-in-law come to help me with my child has made me think about when it will be my turn to help out with my grandchild or grandchildren god willing um, i'm still alive by then and um I hope and I pray that it would be a great experience for my child or maybe children. I don't know if I'm going to have any more. But, um, yeah, just having them around made me think about, you know, what I liked from the experience and what I didn't particularly like and what I would like to do when it's my turn. Um, Well, thank you for listening to to today's episode i hope you enjoyed it and um, please follow us on instagram and facebook and let us um, discuss some more you can find us online at mommyoyoyo m-o-m-m-y-o-y-o-y-o and i look forward to speaking with you guys and um, engaging with you guys have a wonderful day Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mommy Oyoyo podcast. Out of everything you could be doing, you chose to spend the time with me and I am truly grateful. Please follow us on social media at Mommy Oyoyo, which is M-O-M-M-Y-O-Y-O-Y-O. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Feel free to send us feedback and suggestions that way or via our email at mommyoyoyo at gmail.com. Also, subscribe to the Mommy Oyoyo podcast on your favorite podcast players. Rate and review the podcast. And finally, don't keep this goodness to yourself. Share the Mommy Oyoyo podcast with your friends, your family, your co-workers, and more. The Mommy Oyoyo podcast. 
sharing experiences of African motherhood. Mommy, oh yo yo, mommy, oh yo yo, mommy, oh yo yo. See you next time.